Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved. Cast out demons and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of men's souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, I can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. this one two three here am i <laughs> uh, you're hello coming shannon through, coming through great hey everybody welcome back we are excited to be back today with pastor elvis newhart he's coming to you live from his headquarters in lower saxony germany and uh, we've got the next hour together hope that you invite someone to tune in today and brother elvis you want to open us in prayer Absolutely. Father in heaven, in Jesus' mighty name, Lord, we cover this broadcast, all the equipment, all the speakers, Shannon, myself, Lord, we cover that with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, Father in Jesus' name. We lose the angels to be around us in each and every direction and with spears pointed outward, Father, in Jesus' name, just breaking off everything that the enemy would want to come to try to steal, to kill, to destroy, disrupt in Jesus' mighty name, Lord. Father, we also pray, Lord, that your spirit would be upon this broadcast now. And Lord, we pray that you would open the understanding of the listeners and that mercy, grace, peace, and deliverance would be ministered to each and every person listening now and listening in the future. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Elvis, how you been doing since last time? Oh, man. Been, <laughs> been doing pretty well. Life has a way of keeping you busy, and uh, it's really interesting. There's a lot of interesting news out there, which is why about a week ago or so, uh, even more than that, I started. I, st- I stopped listening to the news because it's all the same here in Europe uh, with, with what's going on, and... Uh, yeah, so some of that I might cover in the message a little uh, in the message a little bit, uh, but then uh, some of the big announcements. If you've been, if you've seen Tucker Carlson ep- episode thirty-two, uh, just everything that's a lie out there. And so, um, but uh, long story short, been good for the brain, and uh, there's a reason behind all that. So, but I, I'm doing great. Wife's doing great. Church is doing great. Praise the Lord. He's still c- taking us through. Now, Elvis, for those that may be tuning in for the first time, tell us about uh, your broadcast. When do you go live, and where can people tune in? Hey, we go live on Sundays and on Tuesdays. Um, Our our Sunday broadcast is 11.30 a.m. in the morning, but that's Central European time. That translates out to be about, what, six hours? About 5.30 in the morning on Sundays there. Gets you a good start on your day. Everything's recorded. If you can't get up that early, it's recorded for later. And we do our Tuesdays with Elvis at 2 o'clock. It starts at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, East Coast time, uh, over uh, uh, East Coast times. We do 8 o'clock at night here in Germany, 2 o'clock that time there. It's a great time to have it. And then uh, what, about twice a month or so, I get to come right here on Omega Man. Fantastic. And with that, we'll get started. Brother Elvis, the mic is yours. Take it away. Wow. Well, like I was saying, Shannon, 
I'm going to briefly reference these. I'm not going to get caught up into these. We we texted a little bit back and forth as things were going on. Uh, number one was if you haven't if you folks haven't got a chance to see Tucker Carlson episode 32, I would encourage you to do it. The basic thing is this: is that all the George Floyd stuff. The Black Lives Matter, the Antifa, the riots that killed people, burned things down and everything, you know, nobody went to jail for that. But what happened on that one was it was all a lie. Uh, he shows and exposes the medical examiner report where they were uh, texting back and forth or e whatever, emailing back and forth. And the person who did the examination on George Floyd, he came up with all the evidence with the whole report that, that is exactly almost opposite of what happened. They said that somebody – they put his knee on his neck and killed him that way, and that didn't happen. And they go, well, what are we going to do about this? Public opinion is it, it already believes the other side of the story. And then they were answered back and says, well, this is news that could really change people's careers. Uh, and whenever it gets into that, folks, it, we almost never find the truth. And that's why people, we always lose spirits of truth, spirits of revelation into big matters like this. Hey, and you can lose it into government, media, finance. Uh, medical, whatever, whatever going on, loose spirits of truth and loose spirits of rev uh, of revelation. And the Bible is so true when it says there is nothing hidden that shall not be revealed. Um, okay, so let's move on from that. Uh, I just want to say too, Shannon, the last two or three messages we've done really exposes a lot of this. Last Tuesday, um, it's really good with a lot of comfort on the end and help for believers too. Uh, last Tuesday we spoke about this, but you go back like our last three or four broadcasts. Uh, we've really been uh, exposing a lot of stuff on the Monroe Institute, uh, on everything that they're doing now. We're talking about astro, you know, government funded, sponsored, you know, government astro projecting everything they do with all that stuff. A lot of interesting stuff out there, but it's been been this whole thing. They always want to set up that it's God against science, okay? And it's not God. Uh, it, it, it's not. It, it's not science against God because God's the one who created the science. Science is still. They're. They're really. They're way far behind. And everything they discover and everything they come up with and all the little tricky things they do, uh, God's already dealt with that. And and you find so many of them right there in the Bible. Even teleporting. You know, yeah, teleporting. We were just talking about that here, uh, uh, the other broadcast, and you know, when 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 Philip was teleported, right, and uh, when he was talking with the Ethiopian guy, and boy, they sure love to copy that one for a whole bunch of different reasons, and they can't they can't do that. But even the stuff that they have found, God's like, I've already done it. It's already here. I'm so happy you found out about this, and of course, anything that God has. The devil wants to make a counterfeit of it. Okay, so those are in previous messages. I won't rehash that. Those are on the Elvis Newhart Network, the Church, the Church on a Thousand Hills, uh, on YouTube, folks. YouTube, also on Rumble, and uh, also on BitChute. So if you want to go take a peek at those, feel free. Be glad to have you. Today, what I want to talk about and go into it. Uh, you know, uh, we talked about that other stuff, but the thing about that is, is that when people find out all this stuff with George Floyd was a lie, uh, that they, hey, you know, those police, they are entitled to a retrial. Uh, I'm not trying to make him like, look like a great guy. I don't know him a hundred percent. I didn't absolutely didn't know George Floyd a hundred percent, but they made him into a saint and an angel and he really wasn't. And for those of you that are wondering what, what, what the report said, he didn't die from a broken neck. There were no major injuries to the neck, the neck muscles or whatever, uh, that would kill him on that one. But they said, uh, but uh, interesting enough, they said that the heavy load of fentanyl, heroin, cocaine, yeah, the list goes on. Uh, he, he was higher than a kite. He was higher than the International Space Station. Uh, his heart was bumping. His heart was pumping about who knows who knows how many beats per minute and everything. Uh, long story short, he died that way. Not happy that he died. Uh, I, I don't think anybody should die like that. But what they did was they used this. They found they they found a crazy drug addict. Uh, they, they they bring it across. Uh, uh, you know, hey, crazy cop, overzealous cop. Who knows? I think it's also interesting to find out that in off-duty, 
uh, George Floyd and this David Chavon guy, they work together? Okay. So anyway, long story short, uh, but there's just a whole lot of stuff there. But there was a narrative they wanted, and what they do is they find, you know, like it's been said, that they're creating these other George Floyds to bump into some other overstressed cop. Hey, there's bad cops too. Bump into a bad cop, and then it's they use this to light it like a match. And you all, you all know what happened in that summer of love and everything. So we'll leave it at that, okay, folks? But um, the other one I wanted to bring up here quick, I have another. The other one I ha- uh, wanted to bring up was uh, what's going on in Israel right now. Uh, boy, people, man. And, and you notice that, that, that all the religious communities are on fire right now. You know, the Muslim ones, Palestinian ones. Uh, you know, all, all the all the Christians, boy, and people, could I just get on my knees and beg you to look at this on how, and if I'm saying the Christians here, a lot of Christians that are using, they really come after you and they come at you through all the news of Israel and this is a sign of the end times and this is this and this is that. And I'm just going to say, no, no, it's not. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Mm. Jerusalem hasn't been surrounded by armies yet. The man of perdition is not there yet. You know, we don't have uh, uh, – wherever uh, – that's another one. We gave some great messages on where where is the throne going to be built in Jerusalem. You know, is it going to be the Dome of the Rock? Is it going to be whatever else? Okay. And it's like there's all this arguing on this, and we all get tied up in all this other stuff. And so none of that's happened, people. None of that has happened. We are in the birthing pains. Are times good? No. Are times uh, very precarious? Yes, they are. And so, but they really came after a lot of people, Christians, uh, Jewish people, all this here too, saying, okay, whoop, this is it. It's all that. And a wave of flood and a wave of fear came through. But let's just, I want to keep it brief here too. This is not our focus today. Um, And the thing is, is that all this happened and it was horrible. I mean, oh my God. I saw some of those pictures that that the Israeli government uh, uh, of the videos and pictures that the Israeli government released to the uh, uh, to the media out there. They, they they said, you know what? We're getting all these deniers. They're saying it didn't happen. Here you go. Here are the pictures and the places, and uh, just the few that I saw were hor- horrendous. It was a massacre. They massacred. And executed those people, okay? So it's not that point either. But you notice how all of a sudden, well, number one, did you uh, did you notice how the number of captives or hostages that they took just kept going up and up and up? The last number I've heard is 220, and they took those people and they, they hid them and scattered them all over Gaza here, kind of like a human shield. And that's one reason why Israel slowed down a little bit. But then there was other stuff. And then all of a sudden, I start I start seeing the government of Israel start screaming out for money uh, because the Ukraine has been re- receiving so much money because they were invaded, and I believe that's also the reason why Israel declared war so fast, right? Is now they're crying out now they're crying out for money from for around the world to battle this, you know, uh, Netanyahu, Bibi, BBS for ten ten billion dollars. People, Israel is rich. Israel is blessed. Israel, had, I mean, I, I could go down the whole list and line of things with technology, banking, medicine, everything. It's incredible, right? And so, and uh, anyway, but it's a whole thing there too. And the next big question mark was, why were they screaming and going, this was our 9-11? And for a lot of you Christians in the know, uh, in the know out there, you know, the 9-11 wasn't a really good thing for America either. A lot of shady deals got mixed in there by George W., you know, that good Christian, George W., and he was a Christian, and a lot. I got, I got duped by that in the beginning, and yeah, we all thought, wow, he's a Christian, hallelujah. So anyway, uh, speaking of Christians, uh, we had now have a Christian as a Speaker of the House. That's, you know, that's been new here too. Uh, Christian as a Speaker of a House, uh, I hope you've seen uh, his little speech he gave uh, 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 up front uh, the Democrats, the liberals, the whatevers, uh, the squad, I'm sure they were all squeaming and, and squeaming in their seat uh, as he was up there talking about uh, talking about, about God and how God's called us for times like this. Long, long story short, uh, of the haters are coming out of the woodwork right now. Uh, by the way, I just wanted to say that this man, he received a grade of F, okay, for those of you that, you know, 
F. That's the worst one. In Germany, that's a six. Right. He, re- he, he received that grade of an F from George Soros. So that should tell a lot of you. Uh, that, that should say a lot of things to a lot of you who know this George Soros stuff. If you're getting A's from George Sor- Soros, you're on the side of the Antichrist. So we'll leave that there. But so we have all these things, right? And uh, I want to look today. We're going to look at some stuff here. Are, are signs that someone in your life is sent by the devil. And this helps our discernment out. We are also, uh, you know, hey, we're coming up into the Halloween uh, era too, scary things, you know, just scaring Christians again, you know, all you powerless Christians that weren't given any power and you've been given no authority and everything else and Satan's just going to roll over you and the world's just going to roll over you. I tell you what, let's do a focused uh, message today that's going to help our discernment. And it's signs that someone in your life is sent by the devil. Now, that could be boyfriend girlfriend uh all the all the way on up right you know and i think this is a pretty good litmus test for some areas too and um you know and it could be all the way up up to your governments right how how do we know how do we, we hear all these things and shannon's out there talking and alex jones out there talking and elvis is out there talking tucker carlson's out there talking joe rogan's out there talking well how do we know that someone in our life is sent is sent by the devil well let's take let's take a look here so let's start today right now one thing the obvious thing to know if someone something or whatever no matter no matter if it's the person next to you or the person uh, that's up up in the uh, uh, top of the government maybe it's a president bundeskanzler prime minister one thing is, is if you you want to know if they're of the devil if they're of the devil you know the, the bible says well by their fruits we will know them they lie to us all the time. That's uh, that's going to be coming up later, right? But one of the things we know is is uh, we let's go to the Lucifer's big eye. This is in Isaiah chapter fourteen, verses thirteen and fourteen. And again, whether this person works with you, lives with you, is your neighbor across the street, you know, is the governor of your state, president of your of your country. Here's where you start to look at it. Number one, if they're of the devil. Or, or if their background is bad, look for these points. Isaiah 14 verses 13 through 14. Some of you know this, and these are the these are the five I wills of Satan. Here is his plan. He let us know right here. Isaiah 14. Okay, it says, "I will ascend into heaven." Okay, now I'm going to go. I am going to go to the top of heaven. And the next one says, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. Uh, Lucifer said, now remember, Lucifer was just an angel, okay? Lucifer is not some equal power to God floating around the universe or something. Lucifer was a very powerful, very beautiful, full of light, right? Still able to turn himself into an angel of light, angel. But he said, you know what? I'm going back in. I'm going to, I'm going into into heaven. I'm going to raise to the top. My throne is going to be above the stars of God, above the angels of God. That's what it says. Okay. Now it says, my throne is going to be above all the angels, all the beings. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation. And that's also, and and, uh, if you read this more, there's the sides of the north. And that shows you he wants to put his throne up above God on the sides of the north, right? I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. He said he will be God, he will be godlike, but when you read that, he wants to be uber godlike. He wants to be way above that. And so when you start seeing these these patterns in people, man, you can get boy, you get and notice. What does Satan want here? Does he want more money? No. Does he want more women, men or women? I'll say it that way, right? Does he want more sex? No. Okay, so it's not money. It's not sex. Read all of these. It's power. And power is behind it. Because you know what? Because if you go and get power, all that other stuff, all that fleshly carnal stuff will follow after it. As a matter of fact, it will chase after it. And you see that no matter where you're listening in the world today, wherever you're at, watch that. You get the power-hungry people uh, there, and, and they start doing power and control uh, on, on things like that. And, and it's amazing the money that it, – it's like money comes to them in, in, in magnets, right? People, people, men and women, get into bondage to them. 
And it, like it says in the Bible too, they have more than the heart could ever, ever desire. See, that comes, but he wants power because he needs that. That's also a pattern of a psychopathic narcissist too. So how do you know if a narcissist is in your, in your life? Well, they want power. They want that. Let's take a simpler look at this here, too. Now, let's just go through one through five said very simply. Number one, Satan says, I will occupy heaven. Wow. Occupy Wall Street. What's really interesting is you start reading these. Hey, Black Lives Matter. How's that? What do they want? They want power? No. Let's just, I, I will occupy heaven. I will occupy Wall Street. I will occupy the places that I want to occupy to have that power. The next one up is I will exercise authority. I will be your boss. You will listen to me. You will speak these words. You will identify these genders. You will allow this. You will allow that. And just as you go through this and start applying this to things, right, applying this to things, folks, you start you start seeing uh, it's like, okay, right? Now, Next one goes, I will have all in subjection to me. I will control everybody. I will observe everybody, right? Nobody will have any secrets because I will have all in subjection to me. He wants to be idolized. And, of course, folks, what you see here, too, uh, you can can take this everywhere, all throughout the Bible, all throughout the leaders of history. Same thing. They wanted power. And with that power came, you know, all the money they had, right? Uh, You know, all the everything. You know, there's money, there's sex, there's power, and it, it, it all goes up there. But the big one is the power, right? And to be idolized. We see this today, right? Now, here's the other thing, too. I will, uh, uh, I will uh, possess God's glory, right? Mm-hmm, right. You want all that there, too. You want to be, you know, you, you want to be, uh, you know, you want to be shiny like God. You want to be worshipped. And the next one up top is, now watch this, I will be as God. I will be as God. His secret lesson is to be uh, over and above God to finally show him. But I will be as God. And you know what that is, people? That's equality. Mm-hmm. He wants equality, demonic equality, that is, right? You know, he's like, well, I want to be equal to God. I, I don't want to be an angel, a created being. I want to be a God. And also with that, too, when you read through all of those, I want equity. Anybody heard those words recently? Equity. Oh, we need equity. If you listen to these people speak, I swear they are quoting the devil out of the Bible Right, they are quoting the devil out of the Bible with this here too. I want equity. Well, why do you want equity? Just because I want it. Why does Satan deserve it? Well, just because he wants it. Right? He even had a rebellion. Did he? Did he deceive a lot? He deceived one third of the stars in heaven, one third of the angels. Two thirds were still there. But let's move on, okay, folks. I want to. But you, you notice this, and you also you start looking at this as like, wait, they they want equality. Hey, wait a minute, Ukraine's getting all that money, we're not getting that money, and uh, there's just so many strange things about that uh, inva- uh, uh, that, that uh, the, the October 7th massacre that happened in Israel. I, just, I can't even start talking about that, too, because you, you shake your head. But anyway, it says, yeah, and it's, it's right along the thing here, too. What was the thing? Hey, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, right? All that. I will exercise authority, and usually by that, they want to rule. But what they but and what you see on that one, they try to do that through extreme rebellion, okay, just like the devil did. So now let's move on. How do we know again? This is the one here too with the five I wills. Now here you go. Here's another thing. If we want to know if someone, something, some organization, or some leader is from the devil or following the devil's playbook, well, let's read the devil the, the Bible. Okay, that's not the devil's playbook. It exposes what the devil wants. In John 10.10, it says, the thief comes only to steal and to kill and to destroy. And there's a lot of ways that you can do that. Okay, okay. Is the leader of your country destroying your country? Is there uh, someone outside of your marriage that wants to come destroy your marriage? Okay, maybe it's happening in one of the people there. Is there something that wants to, hey, when you start noticing patterns of stealing and killing and destroying, yeah, usually not a good sign that that person is from the Lord in your life. You know, we we get relationship questions all the time, too. And and in the the beginning of the relationship, everybody's all, you know, I'll use it, you know, love sick, love insane, 
love blind and everything. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, they miss some parts, you know, they, they bounce over those red flags, you know, and then the stealing comes, killing and destroying. Why would you even want to have a relationship with a person like that? But people do. Why would anybody want to have why would anybody want to have a relationship with a narcissist or a narcissistic psychopath? Well, here, here's the point, people. Uh, narcissists can't have relationships with people at all. There is no happily ever after. Well, I'll pray and Jesus will change them. I've seen that so rarely and barely. I've heard about that maybe way far off. I, I thought I'm thinking somebody just told a story, right? Okay. These people, narcissistic psychopaths, they have no feelings. They have no emotions. Okay, their mind is weird. They have no heart. Okay, they have no emotions, right? Their will is their will to do stuff is just purely demonic, demonically driven, right? That that shows me a person who doesn't have a lot of soul, folks. Mm-hmm. That shows me a lot of. I mean, that's a soulless person. There are there people without souls on this planet. Absolutely, positively, right? It says too. It says too in the Bible that the wicked are born from the womb. Incredible. So anyway, so there you go, and so there you see it too, right? Stealing, killing, destroying, and, and then you go, yeah, but why are these people? Uh, why are these people? How do they even find relationships? Why do these people have this magnetism? Well, I'll say it's demonic, but see, that's what they have. They have this charm. They're full of deception. Okay. They're full of deception. We're going to get into, into the next one, too. Uh, there, there's more points here, too, is they're full of deception. They're sweet talkers. They tell you everything you want to hear, every wound you have, every deficiency you have, you know, everything, you know, where, wherever you're not close with the Lord or whatnot, they're in there. The devil is in there to fill those cracks. How on the planet do you, do you figure that Satan by himself, he was a powerful, powerful, powerful angel, took a third of the angels of heaven? Those that saw God every day, saw Jesus every day, saw what was going on up in heaven every day, and yet Satan was able to deceive. I'm sorry, forgive me. Lucifer, Lucifer was able to destroy, uh, to uh, deceive a third of them, to draw a third of them away. Wow. Let's move on. By the way, they were cast down to earth. That's where they're at. So here we go. Now. Another point here, too, I want to say is if we go to John chapter 8, verse 44, here's another one here, too, is you are, you are of your father of the devil. This is Jesus talking to a group of people, right? And you want to do the desires of your father. Hey, whether that's somebody in a relationship with you or the top leadership of the world or even that group of people that are above the leadership of the world that you usually don't see. If you think the president of the United States is the most powerful man in the world, let's all grab our bellies and laugh together for a little little while on that. Okay? I, and I'm saying it this way, full of respect. Hey, you know what? Even Donald Trump, when he's president, isn't the most powerful man in the world. There are big struggles that go on there. And our current president isn't the strongest man in the world either, if you, you know, or the strongest whatever in the world either. So, okay, here we go. Now, hmm. Anyway, you have your father, the devil, and you want to do the desires of your father. I believe this is Jesus talking to the Sanhedrin, scribes, Pharisees, Sanhedrin, those guys, whatever. He says, you're you're your father, the devil, and you want to do the desires of your father. Big point right there. Are Are they into devilish things? Are they into wicked things? Next one. He was a murderer from the beginning. And does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. Okay? Guys, girls, how truthful are they? Okay? If there's no truth in them or they, or they keep proving that there's no truth or trust in them, run, run. Okay? So now look at this. So here we go. Also, also murdering. And there are a lot of different things of murdering and killing than shooting somebody with a gun. Okay? There's slander. There's reputation kill. They, they, they just bring death into things, right? They bring death into your life, death into your relationships. There you go. Okay, now, and that's a big one too, but this is how you recognize these people. You look at somebody and go, wow, uh, this guy's killing our country. We can't do this. You know, okay, enough about Canada. Let's move on, right? Now, look at this here too. Also in John eight forty four, whenever he or she speaks a lie, he speaks from his own nature, 
for the devil is a liar and the father of lies. And it's like I, I, I honestly sometimes when I see things or I'm reviewing stuff and uh, how many times have we seen the politician lies, the politicians lie and I, I, I'm just talking from America here. It ha- it, oh God. Yeah, you know, whatever country you're in or whatever, have they ever caught up politicians in a lie? It's like it's like they say, how do you know a politician is lying? And they say, well, his lips are moving. His or her lips are moving. Right. And uh, boy, and uh, like when this new guy, okay, okay, he's a Christian. He said some of those were those words. We've been fooled by people calling themselves Christians before, especially in government. You know, when you're when you're swimming in the mud hole, it's kind of hard not to get muddy. Uh, we're going to give him every chance to. Yeah, we're going to give him every chance to fail, and we're going to give him every chance to disappoint us. But we pray in Jesus' name. We need some type of leadership. I I, I want to do a program just on him one day, and that's how that's how God does it. That's how God, you know, chooses leader or puts people into positions. It's usually somebody you've never heard about. They were really small and at a certain moment. So, hey, keep praying for your countries, right? Now, also lying. My Lord. Okay, the closer people are to you, the a lot less they should be lying to you, right? Okay? And it's just, it, it's just like lying and uh, lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, pride of life, and lying, they seem to be like the four biggest character character qualities in so pe- in so many people. You know, you know, the women say, well, all men are liars. And the guys say, well, all women are liars. And uh, boy, the devil's just playing a lot right there. But again, people with these Bible verses, if you want to find out, if you want to do have, have like a good radar, figure out what the devil does. Because the thing is, is that, you know, I'm going to say it this way, bad people, bad people, you know, like it says here, you of your father, you of your father of the devil, you do the things your father wants to do, you know, not just Satan, Satan and the demons, and you're doing that. Those are all red lights from wherever. Hey, your next political candidate, you're, you're figuring out to, okay, people, their mouths are going to move a lot, but we need to see what they do. Okay, like just for example, Joe Biden promised he was going to pay off everybody's college. And how's that been working for you folks? So anyway, it's not even a good idea. But let's move on here. Here we go. Now, another thing, uh, we talked about this too. And so that's kind of, you know, just keep it simple. Okay, Uh, okay. Uh, Bad religion and the devil wants to keep things so complicated, you never figure out what's going on. How do we know? Just ask him, what's a woman? Right? Ask them what a woman is, and then they go into all these. You notice they've always got these long, complicated, really weird explanations for things. So, but let's move on. Now, uh, I want to go to that. So, for all of you people that were secretly Star Trek fans, or even Star Wars, right? Remember, they would have those ships floating around in space, and then they would meet the Klingons or the Zingons or whoever like that, and they would meet the other side or these other aliens or whatever. And they would shoot at each other, and you would see these little glowing things around the ships. Well, those were shields, little glow shields, electromagnetic glow shields. This was back in the 60s, people, originally back in the 60s. You know, they've come up through it for a little bit here, too. But they're shields. And what's really interesting, too, and I'll just throw this out here, we were also showing this in uh, recent messages we had about how all the stuff that was in the Star Trek – uh, back in the 60s, uh, that techno- technology has come out. Hey, cell phones, uh, you know, a lot of medical devices. I, we show the bad and the good. I can't go through them all again uh, just for time. But what happens is a lot of that that showed up there. But why, I want to focus on the shields. And what the shields did was they had an electromagnetic shield, and when something dangerous or deadly would come in from the outside, it would hit this shield and it would protect the ship for a while. You know, in Star Trek, it's for a while. And and all these things in science, which are brilliant and great, and man is slowly over time, you know, just slowly figuring out how things are really working here. And there's a lot more out there. I forget the exact number. What we're we are a hundred years. You and I are about a, a hundred years behind the technology that's actually out there. So I got to stop myself here again. 
I love talking about this stuff on where life is much more advanced than we think it is. So what, what, what happens is so, you know, on movies like Star Trek or whatever, you see these spaceships and they're, they're floating around space and they have these shields around. It's not just Star Trek. Uh, what's the one uh, uh, passengers or something where they're they're traveling along? Well, it takes 120 years to get there and they're traveling along and they have these shields around the ship to bounce the asteroids off or any space garbage. And they would love to do that. They would love to have that a shield around uh, uh, around their ship. That would bounce all the dangerous stuff off. Hey, people need – they need this to get to Mars, people. One of the reasons they're not sending humans to Mars yet is because they will be, they will be microwaved and radiowaved and everything else to death. They will, they will be cooked. They will be well done by the time they get to Mars. Oh, but wait. I saw all these movies out there. Those are the fantasies. Okay? Hmm. But they came up with this little thing of like, well, wait a minute here. There's this electromagnetic shield around all this, and, and man is really trying to create these things to you know, help get their will done and everything. But where did they get the idea for that? And I want to share some stuff here too. Where did they get the idea for that? Well, I'm looking at a picture right now, and you, you, you see a very angry sun uh, on the left-hand uh, part of the screen. Uh, it's exploding. We're having coronal mass ejections. That's when the sun explodes, and it shoots stuff in, in, into space, and then it keeps going over. And on the blue side, you have this little blue earth over here, and it has, an, uh, uh, it, it, it has this electromagnetic field, right? It has this electromagnetic field, and then there's this there, there's a Van Allen radiation belt out there, right? And it's really interesting. Now, let me tell you just a little bit about this, okay? So, and a lot of this is created by Earth's magnetic field, and this is this is a thing of wonder. Now, I'm going to tell you about the damage this has been done to this, right? So you got you got the little blue Earth in the middle, and around it you have Earth's magnetic field. Now each second. 1.5 million tons of solar material shoot off the sun. Every second, 1.5 million tons of solar material shoot off the sun and out into space. Now, that's in every direction, and it's traveling at 100 miles per second. For the kilometer people, that's 160, 162 kilometers per second. For those in Europe here that know that know that know Hamburg, Germany, and Hanover, Germany, that's like northern Germany and to to Hanover, Germany, or whatnot. Okay, that's like uh, that's um, that that ton of material could travel between ha Hamburg and Hanover in one second. Okay. And the amazing thing thing is, and I, I, I've went into this more on previous messages here, right? Our Earth's magnetic field deflects them away. Not only that, that's material, and it bounces off that magnetic field. You know, it, it you know some burns through. It, it pushes the, uh, it, it bends, it compacts and compresses that electric electromagnetic field, that uh, and everything. It's just it's just incredible. I mean, we should technically be dead. And, and that radiation belt that's there, the Van Allen radiation belt is out there. That, that's zapping things too. And, and here's the interesting thing. The stronger the attack against it, the more pressure from the sun that comes against it, the stronger it gets. And this is what just really befuddles people. You know, usually, I mean, you, you look at Star Trek and everything, the stronger in Star Trek, if, if the attack becomes stronger, the shield get, shields get weaker. Uh, but with this here, too, the thing that God created, the thing, and now I want you to notice this because it says, all heavens declare the glory of the Lord. You can see this as you. There is something inside of the earth that creates a force around it Okay, now listen to me. It creates a force around it that only gets stronger the heavier attack. And I believe that's just another picture in the heavenlies, right? All heaven declares the glory of the Lord. The, the gospel is written in the stars. You know, the gospel is written in the heavens. Go, go ahead. Find all the Bible verses there, right? Okay, it's all, it's all written there. But that is an excellent picture of God's protection that he puts around, puts around us. Our spirit is sealed until the day of redemption. Right? Okay, our spirit is sealed by the Holy Spirit in the day of redemption. People, just in our own physical lives, we are protected from so much stuff 
We don't even we don't even know. We don't see the flower pot or the air conditioner falling down behind our head as we're walking down a row of tall tall buildings. You know, it, it's going to be interesting when we get to heaven. I don't know if I want to see see this video, but God's going to play the video of all the times where He intervened for us, saved us, right? Didn't let bad things happen to us. And here's the thing. And yeah, the and these attacks. Wish I could, wish I could show you this picture. Go see our message at the Elvis Newhart Network on YouTube. I preach with pictures, people. And uh, and so what happens is you've got that little blue ball, but there's something inside of it. You see, it's what's inside of the Earth, right? That rotates on the inside. It's like the core of the Earth. It creates this magnetic field. And I find that amazing. That the harder the attacks against it the stronger it gets, God's protection. I want you to remember that, too, for what Jesus does for our life, the Holy Spirit, the angels, what goes on. There are stuff, the harder the attack comes. Hey, are there times when Earth does feel these heavier attacks or things? Yeah, 1989, when in Canada, it it blew out the entire uh, electrical system in Canada, right? Hey, sometimes we get some northern lights. That we see, but we don't feel, right? Uh, but, but yeah, there's, there's times where it, it may have an effect. But notice people, you know, like Paul said, we are cast down but not destroyed. You know, hey, we, we get a little uh, solar radiation, something, but, but we're not destroyed. If you're out in the sun too long, can you get a sunburn? Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. All right. But so anyway, what I'm saying is, is that mankind in these fantasy things like Star Trek and the other things, right, uh, even, even in science – even in science, they're trying to recreate this, this protection there that was put into that by God. Now, science may have discovered, science may have discovered that, oh, look at it, it's this core, it's this molten core. And you know it's ungodly science when the first thing they do is they say, aha, we found out how something works, so that means God doesn't exist. Really? Hmm. So, so if... So if you took your Walkman apart apart when you were a kid and you found out how a Walkman worked, does that mean that Sony doesn't exist anymore? When I open the when I open the hood to my car and I go, "Aha, here's how it works. Here's how it makes power. Here's how the radio works." Aha, Volkswagen doesn't exist. Really? Okay, but you see, they always want to, as soon as as soon as bad science wants to figure something out, uh, they want to scream and shout, "God's not real!" See, we did it with all of our wisdom and our power and our glory. Uh, we did this too, so there is no God. Okay, now, actually, but the ones that figure this out and they keep studying and figuring things out, and they keep going smaller and smaller, or they keep going bigger and bigger, they get to a part at the end of their science, end of their mathematics. End of all their stuff, many of them say there must be a God. Einstein was one of them. There's a lot. Werner Gitt uh, is one of them. I believe he's still alive. I could just put a whole bunch of names out there. But what does the media, what does the world remember? Those that want to magnify the devil's plan, what do they, what do they want? Right? They want to kneel to grass Tyson that tells you, oh, there's not a God. Uh, what's his name? Um, oh, God. The, the guy who had us all convinced he was right about black holes. Uh, I'm sorry, the, the guy in the wheelchair, uh, Hawking, Stephen Hawking, right? And then you know what? A, a, a lady, a lady researcher on Hawaii with a telescope, wasn't even a giant telescope, looked out into space one day, saw what was really out there and found out he wasn't exactly right. But we believed him on everything. Why? They fed him to us. I'm going to say it that way too. They fed him to us. Bill Nye, the science guy, they fed him to us on television. Okay, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I'm not saying these people are dumb, but you listen to them talk, and it's like, really, do you have to hammer God that bad, or, or do you really have to be out there and try to disprove God? Right? And, and then you guys, look, and people, I want you to have comfort in this. Artificial intelligence, you know, there's a lot of artificial intelligence that's feeding artificial intelligence. Right? Artificial intelligence can only feed you the, the stuff that they that they fed into fed into it. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm sorry, there's still one law of the universe. Uh, two wrongs don't make a right. Right? Two wrongs don't make a right. So if you if I put two pieces of wrong information into an artificial intelligence computer, it's not gonna put something right out me right out at me. 
And this is what they're bumping into. So anyway, okay, but back to that, all this. You mean all this artificial intelligence can't figure out how to make a Van Allen radiation belt? All this artificial intelligence can't create a magnetic field like that that we could put around our satellites, we could put around our spaceships and send our people everywhere and they wouldn't get microwaved or crushed by asteroids? They exalt, you know, professing themselves wise, they became fools. Is that not is that not what the Bible says? Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. Okay? That's exactly what's happening here. But you know what? what you know what I see when I look at this? When I when I look at that little blue ball Earth, and there's this so much big. We can't see the magnetic field. Um, we can't you know feel the magnetic field. And there's times we don't even know it's there. But when the attacks get harder. The protection gets stronger, and it's all around us. You know, there's a lot of energy that's all around us. Tesla, Tesla knew about these fields and everything, and, and how to tap into them, right? And I look at that. I look at that, right? And uh, here, like I said that here too. It's just so much. You know, I look at that, and what I hear from God is, is I hear, "Fear not, I am your shield." That's Genesis chapter 15, verse one. The first book in your the first book in your Bible. It's not the first book of the Bible, but the first book in your Bible, right? The first book of Moses. Fear not, I am your shield. The first book of the Bible, or that they have there, is the book of Job. Okay, book of Job is older than Genesis, anyway. But you know what? God wants us to look at that and realize in the heavens, and that's why I show a lot of pictures too when I speak, so people can see that in their eyes. And God says, you know, don't don't be afraid. Uh, I am your shield. Yeah, but God, they, they they talk about these quasars that could shoot from space and just fry us like a fry us like a laser beam. No, that's not going to happen. Sitting here right now, I can honestly say that's not going to happen, especially with what we've learned and, and looked at the last few weeks. Why? God's our shield, and God did not write in the Bible that we were going to be killed by a quasar or a neutrino. Right. Don't worry if you don't know these words, but all this stuff that's going to kill us from out of out of space. Right. God said, fear not. I am your shield. You realize that? OK. In Genesis, that comes from Genesis 15, 1. After these events, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a, in a vision. And what did God tell Abram? Do not be afraid, Abram. I'm your shield. I'm your very great reward. And God spoke a lot about that. And, and Abram, man, Abram was out here kicking it with the, you know, with himself for a while, even after, even after, even after his nephew Lot left. Okay, and then who was the guy running around saving everybody? It was Abram. He says, "I'm going to protect you." Okay, and people, you need to know this because people, they're always the other thing that the devil's trying to do. Give me an amen. Is always trying to put fear on you. And really, there there are times where I go through seasons where I, I shut off the news because the news is going to make it to me anyway. You can't escape it anymore. But I'm not going to force feed fantasy fears into my brain, right? Oh, my God, global thermonuclear warfare. Uh, something's going to happen. Oh, my. Oh, it's a blood moon. You know, it's something like this. It's the third blood moon on whatever. Okay, all, all this stuff here too. Oh my Lord, Hamas attacked Israel. Rockets have fallen on Israel. Yeah, that's not a nice thing, people. But man, attacks on Israel have been happening forever. Israel should have been wiped out in 1947 when every Arab nation around it attacked it at the same time. Yeah, and somehow they got through. Okay, a lot of these things. You know what? I think God does a good job of protecting Israel. I think the nation of Israel does a great job of protecting itself when it's not shut off, when the people are not told to stand down, right? Okay, I think I think Israel does a great job at, at protecting themselves. I believe Israel has a right to exist. Okay, they're a nation, they're a land, they came through this. They have a right to exist. Long story short, all, all through that. Okay? And yes, you know what? That shield can be there for any other nation on the earth too. Okay? But you can't be, you know, doing Canaanite religion, Baal religion, Moloch religion, sacrifice of children religion, 
uh, turning your back on God stuff. You know what? The Bible is full of examples of that too, including when Israel did that. Now, number one was Israel, and number two was Judah. Okay, remember, the top 10 tribes were Israel. Okay, I'm sorry, on the top, capital of Samaria, they were, they were, yeah, yeah, that was 10. The two tribes of Judah and Benjamin, they were Judah. Okay, anyway, I got to move on. I can't go into that too and explain the name Jew and everything, but there you go. It's a shield. God is a real good uh, shield. You know, we look at that thing, we, we look at this shield that God has put around the earth that God puts around us, the protection that God puts around us, the protection that God promises so many times in the in the Bible, right? And we see that, and we see that stuff that's that's that, that's been you know in the Bible it, it says that uh, Jesus is in God's hand, right? And we're in Jesus's hand, and nobody's going to take it out. That's what that reminds me. That shield that's around the earth. Hey. God shields his creation. God knows we know this. We need this place to survive and everything. But you know what? Then comes Satan and says, well, um, Satan has put fantasies forever in the heads of people on how he's going to destroy it. And a lot of that is just a satanic fantasy, people. So we break all satanic fantasies in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and where, where God says, I love you, and, and everything will be okay. Okay? That's not an excuse to be passive, but it's like, God's there, and I love you. And a lot of people struggle with God loving them. Okay, In Psalm 119, verse 114, it says, You are my refuge and my shield. I have put my hope in your word. Okay, I'm trying to point you back to Jesus Christ, people. I want to point you back to God. I want to point you back to the very Bible that's in your house right now. Are you getting hope out of your word, or is there somebody or something drawing your attention off to something else? Lying to to you, that's what the devil wants to do. You're, you, you, that's what the devil want, wants to do, right? Are you putting your hope uh, in, in the Word of God? Are you receiving hope from the Word of God? Father in heaven, in Jesus' name, we come right now against everything that would block that hope. Block us for, from receiving hope, instruction, encouragement, and strength from God's Word, because that's why it's there. And I want to tell you, people, the world's words get a lot more time and attention from us than God's words, okay? And this is why the world pumps this, distract you from God, okay? Even in the beginning, look how, look what happened to Eve in the very beginning, okay? Anyway, let, let's move on here, okay? We, we got this. is incredible, right? I love this. Another theme of Genesis chapter 15.1 is God will either shield it from us or take care of us in it. God will either shield us from the disasters or take care of us in it. Noah's Ark, okay? The children of Israel, when they were in Egypt, not only, not, not only did he take care of them in it, he got them out of it, and he took care of them as best, as best he could uh, when they were wandering around in the wilderness, he took, he didn't, you know, he, he didn't shield them from the promised land. He took them to it and took care of them while they were in it. Okay, Noah's Ark again. You know, you know, he, he didn't rapture anybody during the time of Noah of Noah's Ark. The days of Noah were the worst ones that were here here on the earth, right? But what did he do? He took them through it. There weren't a lot of them, so here we go. Now watch this. Psalm chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. O Lord, how my adversaries have increased. Many are rising up against me. Many are saying of my soul, there's no deliverance for him in God. They are still saying that today, people. Hey, we've got that in the church. There's no deliverance. There's no deliverance from God. No such thing. Okay, well. As you believe, so be it unto you, right? Many are saying of my soul, there is no deliverance for him and God. God is no hope. God is a joke. There is no God. La, 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 la. The Satan's, Satan's had a lot of time to polish his little sayings, you know, number one, to come against us, to discourage us and everything. There's no deliverance for God. But at the end it says, but you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory and the one who lifts my head. Lord, you are a shield around me, me personally, all that I own, my relationships, the church here, uh, where we're at. You are a shield around us, Lord. And you know what? And God is also, hey, he's a shield, he's a shield around this planet for us. 
man, I encourage you to go to the Elvis Newhart Network, Church on a Thousand Hills, and just look up the messages. You'll find them quick. They're not hard to find. But just down those recent messages, just one after another where we've went through things. Just this the shield that God does. There's even a shield, a shield that's produced by the sun. Okay, anyway, let's go on. It, it is incredible, people. We are not helpless, and we are not hopeless, people. So here we go again, right? Now, uh, here we go again. And it says in Psalm chapter 5, verse 12, it says, For surely you, O Lord, bless the righteous. You surround them with the shield of the shield of your favor. Now, that's a big one, too, and that's another one you can pray for yourself. Father in heaven, in Jesus' name, I pray that you, you shield myself, everybody listening, with the shield of favor. Can you use God's favor? Yes. It even says that Jesus, it says that he grew in favor with man and with God. Okay, and the child grew with favor with man and with God. And we need that today. Okay, we we need God's favor, God's blessing. But I love that shield of your favor. There's stuff that people are going to throw at you or cast you, and God's just going to go, nope, that no, no. They're not even going to know that that was sent out there, right? But with the shield of your favor, and we just we just lift that up. We just lift that up against all slander, all lying, all Mister Twister, all tale telling, all that in Jesus' name. Now, and so we got the shield of your favor, and we're talking and saying, well, Elvis, what do we need a shield for? Well, we've got the shield of faith, right? Now, the shield of faith is not for decoration, people. Okay, Wearing that whatever around your neck, okay, it's like, okay, decoration, you want to do that? Fine, but, you know, but the shield of faith. And, and, and what does this, in the Bible, or in Ephesians chapter 6, we talk about quenching the fiery darts of the enemy, with the shield uh, shield of faith. And you're like, well, wait a minute. The fiery darts of, en- uh, 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 of the enemy, what can that be? Oh, let's just take a peek here. Um, looking, uh, if, if we go into it too, there's been a lot of talk lately. I've heard some uh, talk on the wall. You know, we're getting up on Halloween. Here we go. One, we're getting up on Halloween. And number two, we've had a lot of people talking about it also on our, in our Telegram room. Um, and also, uh, long story short, uh, oof, I got a rumble here. Uh, long story short, uh, uh, about word curses. Okay, and it, it came up one day when a lady said, "You know what? I really hate having my picture taken. I know that one from the past, right? I hate having my, my picture taken." We explained, "Hey, it's uh, you know, there's a lot of rejection, a lot of insecurity there." And the other thing that came up too is what was spoken over you or word curses. Okay, now there's word curses. We'll get, we're going to get get to them in just a second. But hey, that's why we always pray, Father in heaven, in Jesus' name. We'll inclu- include this. We break all word curses spoken over us, or that we have spoken over us in G- over ourselves in Jesus' name. We break all hexes, vexes, curses, spells, incantations, and chants. All witchcraft, magic, voodoo, all sorcery, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, we break that off of us. We cover us with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ now in Jesus' mighty name, because that's out there. And it's becoming a topic. Here we are going into Halloween. Um, all the Christians are getting all afraid again about, about witchcraft, magic, voodoo, uh, Casper the ghost, whatever else like that. They're getting afraid. And, and it's like, is there a lack of teaching on authority or protection from God or authority from God and what, what we can do on that? We break all psychic powers, psychic prayers, all potions. All witchcrafts, Lord, all sorceries, all divinations, all, all, all black magic, death magic, life magic. We just break off all works of magic in Jesus' mighty name. I just prayed that now just for because we have it, right? Now, but so that's a prayer to break evil words spoken against you or spoken over you. And as the people spoke and they found out too, they go, yeah, boy, my, I, I was always attacked for my appearance or I was always attacked for something. And, that's, and, and that was the root for some people on why they hated having their picture taken because there was going to be criticism. Uh, one parent or the other called them ugly, fat, stupid, dumb. You've probably heard the whole list. And by the way, that entire list, we break that now in Jesus' name. Yeah, so a prayer to break evil words spoken against you. Right, and that's that's a good one. And break that now, boy. Now that there now that there's a there, there's going to be a lot of evil words spoken against you just because a Christian is now a head of a head of the house house, uh, house of representatives, right? 
People hate Christians, hate Jesus anyway, and they always talk about it. And so we do. We break all word curses, right? All hexes, vexes, curses, spells, word curses, witchcraft rejection, witchcraft retaliation in Jesus' mighty name. I need to move on a little bit here. Okay, so here we go. Now, now Nehemiah. Do you remember the story of Nehemiah? And he went there to go build the walls of Jerusalem, and then you had Sanballat, uh, boy, Tobiah, the Arabian, interesting, the Arabian. But you had all those people that came against Nehemiah and all all the Jews that came out of Babylon to restore Jerusalem and to do their thing. Well, it got bad. You want to talk about word curses? Go read Nehemiah, and you'll see some of the word curses that get shot out there, there, and some of those word curses get shot against you people, right? So here we go. It's, hear us, O our God, for we are despised. Turn their insults, turn their word curses, turn their threatenings, turn their everything. Read what it says in your Bible, Nehemiah 4.4. Turn their insults back on their own heads and give them over as a plunder in a land of captivity, right? That's the book of Nehemiah. Right, And he says, you know what? We're not going to receive in our body, our soul, our spirit. We are not going to receive that, what they're saying. Their insults, their, their curses, their criticisms, all that. Lord, Lord, could you just take them back and let, just let them have that? Let them, we've got work to do. Let them have that. We're not dealing with it. Because you know what? That scars people. That scars people for their life. There's a lot of, lot of verses also in, in, in the Psalms. Um, in the book of in Ephesians now. Why is this so interesting, especially about Halloween and everything, to wrap it up here? You know, have no fellowship with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. And that's what we're doing. And that's what we've done in a lot of messages. We expose the fruitless works of darkness, and we expose them, and that is what we are called to do. Ephesians 5.11. Now, let's go over again, Colossians 1.13. You want to know some incredible things that God did, you know, and, and people want to go in other dimensions, and they want to go over here, and they want to astral project, and they want to spirit travel, soul travel, travel through the universe. Well, look at this, travel between dimensions. In Colossians 1.13, people, we've already done that. You've done it, I've done it who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Philip was translated one place to another, one dimension to another. That's already happened all all the way back in the book of Colossians where it's written about in the Bible. Okay? Yeah, that's the God I want to worship, the one who's already got things figured out. People who believe in God are dumb. They're stupid. Right? No, it's not that. Okay, no, we, we believe in, 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 in the God that's already doing it, and he's manifesting that through us. How about our gifts, people? How about our talents? How about our spiritual gifts? How about the ability to say, come out in Jesus' name? So I'm going to end with this here right now. At the end, I wanted to share that with you. You know, uh, the first part on how do we know if the devil's in it, Right? And also this next part here, too, on how God is a shield around us. And so anyway, so we pray, Father, right now in Jesus' name. We do. We break off all the witchcraft that we broke off earlier. Father, we rebuke, break, call out of us all word curses, wrong beliefs in Jesus' name, all depression, all desperation in Jesus' name. And we rebuke that in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And that is broken over us now in Jesus' mighty name. Behold, I give you power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Is God a shield around us? you darn right he is. There's no quasar going to come out of some distant star and fry me. Nope, that's not how it's going to be. How do I know? God said it wasn't going to be that way. Hmm. So here we go. Excuse me, please. And so here we go in Jesus' mighty name. So, Father, we break the power of darkness over the people, everything from Halloween, being afraid of the devil, afraid of the dark, and everything that's given to us through television, movies, social media, everything, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Does the devil have power and influence? You bet he does. But God's given us us more. God has shown us more. He has checkmated every move of the devil, even when it looked like the devil was winning right up until the last second. God still brought victory and comfort and relief to each and every one of us in Jesus' name. And we cover us with the blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, 
everything everything that we own in Jesus' name. We lose the restraining power of the Holy Spirit and all the works of wickedness, darkness, and we lose we lose desperation, yeah, and disappointment and discouragement on all the workers of wickedness, no matter where it is in Jesus' name, Lord. And Lord, we just lose that and the restraining power of the Holy Spirit to where they're hold, held back to the, to where they can't do what the devil wants them to do in Jesus' name, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for all of that today. We bind all backlash, re- retaliation, retribution now in Jesus' name, Lord. We ask, Lord, that you lift us up, strengthen us, prosper us, Lord, and give us a, a, a future and a hope. In Jesus' name we pray, Lord. Amen and amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Brother Elvis, for coming on today. And before we close, how do people support your ministry? Hey, we you can support us at paypal.me forward slash Elvis Newhart. That's with the financial support, always with your prayers, people. Pray for us that we go together. We are part of the resistance, just like a lot of you are. And uh, hey, visit us, visit us at uh, on YouTube at the Elvis Newhart Network. We are the church on a thousand hills. We are the Christians that pray together, stay together. We lift each other up. We hear each other, and we keep looking towards the Lord. Amen, brother Elvis. God bless you, my friend. We'll see you back on the ninth. Yes, you will. God bless you, Shannon. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Folks, stand by. <laughs> 